All right. Are we, are we kind of ready? All right. All right. Well, if Patricio's ready, I, I guess I'm ready. One, two, three, four, go, Patricio! Chapter 190 of Bob's Fishball. That's our musical director, Patricio. On the show tonight, Kushner talks with a Brit. Trump walks and eats with a Brit. I'm not going to rhyme any more things with Brits. I'll tell you this little note, though. We have a lot of show to get to. I promise we will get there. Yeah, just keep it going. Why not? That's good. That's, that's good. Well, yeah, of course, of course, of course, yeah. No, we're, no, we're, we're live, Pat. We're, uh, we're doing the show. I'm, I'm glad that, uh, yeah, no, perfect, perfect is right. So uh, I, come, I, I sit down to, uh, to start uh, writing a, 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 just some ideas for the show tonight, and I come across this uh, on one of my notebooks. Apparently, I wrote this down uh, Saturday night, Saturday night, uh, 1.35 a.m., so technically Sunday morning. I believe that day, so it was, it was, it was June 2nd, technically. 1.35, June 2nd, 2019, I'm never drinking again. I could have written that, too. Yeah, that's, um, man, alive. Saturday, if you're asking if we kept at Brockmire this weekend, holy balls, yes, yes, y'all. On Saturday, we had the Tottenham Hotspur game in the UEFA Champions League, which unfortunately they lost. But for some reason, Patrick and I have gone through, I'm not going to say how many, but multiple half gallons of Jack Daniels since we've been here. Uh, none today, though. No, none today since I wrote down, I'm never drinking again. That's the end of the story. Would you like to hear the beginning? So I'm watching, I'm watching the UEFA Cup. I'm, watch, I'm watching my team, Tottenham Hotspur, lose. So that was, that was very, very, very upsetting. Uh, at halftime, I decide it's time to start drinking whiskey and ice. Why not? Whiskey and ice. It's one in the afternoon. It's Saturday in the desert. Let's do this thing. So we go, we do our thing. We go, we go to, we go to, we go to, we go to bar number one. And then we, and then we, and then we go to bar number two, which was much better than bar number one. But then by this point, it's like 1130 at night. And I'm starting to feel a little woozy. We're like, how do we get out of the situation? Because we were with people. We just kind of wanted to go home. We're like, oh, man. Like, we've been after for a long time. Or at least me. Not so much Patricio. Just me. So, but then they're like, well, we're going to take you to this place. And we think you're going to like it. It's called the Sandbar. And it's in, where was it? Chandler? All right, so for those of you that know the Greater Phoenix Metro, we, we go to the sandbar, and we go to Chandler, and this place, this was the kind of joint I haven't been to in a long time, and I don't know if I've been to ever, because it was, I've been to places similar in Seattle, but this was different. This was different because it's Greater Phoenix Metro, it's Chandler, and we get in there. There's, conservatively, I'm going to say 500 people. Because there's a giant indoor area, 
There's a giant outdoor area. There's a giant dance floor. There's all these screens everywhere. There's a taco guy. There's two giant bars that are like the size of like a small house. Like each of them, like they're, like they're, they would be a good size lake cabin. Like these bars, like they're, they're big. One inside, one outside, 500 people. And here's where it starts to get awesome for me. A majority minority crowd, which is something I never, ever, 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 ever see in Spokangelis. You couldn't find a majority minority crowd if you went to a funeral with three people. You couldn't, it could not be done in Spokangelis. But there were girls twerking. I tell, I tell the people, I get there and I am so excited. I tell Patricio and the gang, my thanks to Cliff, Michelle, and Carrie. So we get there and I'm like, uh, yeah, if y'all need me, I'll just be wandering. <laughs> I'll, just, I'll just be taking it all in, man. I got in, I got in a couple rounds of cornhole with the kids. It's out in the smoking section. I just talking, I was taking like random videos. I'm like, sorry, I'm like I'm on vacation or whatever. So that was fun. It was fun. It was fun. It was fun. So, so that, but, but by the time we get home, by the time this, by the time we're finally done with this shit, I'm right at 1.35 a.m. I'm like, oh shit. Oh shit. I just write it down. June 2nd, 2019. I'm never drinking again. And, and, and here we are. I, I'm into it, and uh, we're not drinking tonight. I don't plan on drinking tomorrow or for the foreseeable future. We'll see if this is a lifelong change. My hunch is I got a sneaky suspicion. It's, it's, it's hard keeping this horse away from water. <laughs> it's, it's not the easiest thing. So we'll, we'll see how it turns out. But I just want you to know that, that I am officially on record and... and uh, I don't like going back against my word, but for alcohol is the kind of thing that, uh, you know, sometimes you'll eat a, uh, I don't know, insert an animal you don't like eating. Uh, but uh, as of 135, June 2nd, 2019, I'm never drinking again. A little fish B and a little guitar. Question one of Bob's Fishbowl. Fish B just doesn't sound quite as uh, impressive next to the guitar. What was the most shocking part of the Jared Kushner interview? What was the most shocking part of the? Thank you, Fish B. Thank you. Thank you for trying to. It's the birther thing. Um, was it the birther thing? That 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 that, that Kushner time after time. Do you, well. Well, first he was asked by Jonathan Swan, now of Axios. He was, Kushner was asked if he, you, you probably saw the highlights, but he was asked if he thought that birtherism was racist. And all Kushner could say is, I wasn't around for it. And Swan like kept probing like three times, three times, and it just, it, it, it looked awful. To me, the most shocking thing is this is the guy that's supposedly in charge of the Middle East peace process. Just last week, he was going to unfurl to the world the magic golden key that finally unlocks the mystery that's evaded some of the world's best diplomats. Peace in the Middle East. A region which has known no peace since the dawn of humanity. 
But Jared Kushner is going to come in and save the day. Uh, but Jared Kushner, uh, he didn't get to release his plan b- because Benjamin Netanyahu couldn't form a government. Now there's new elections coming up in the fall. So Kushner doesn't want to unfurl his magical key to Middle East peace until after the new Israeli elections. That said, the shocking thing to me, Kushner was, I mean, they were talking about Israel. And, and Kushner was asked if the Palestinians had the capability to self-govern. I mean, do a group of human beings have the capability to self-govern? And his answer to that, the person that supposedly, you know, an independent arbitrator, Kushner, no skin in the game, even though his family, the billionaires, have purchased money for other Israelis to move to the West Bank I don't mean others, but, but Israelis, to move to the West Bank and move into those settlements provided by the Kushner family. So it's hard for him to appear as an independent, independent arbiter in this. But people talk about, and I, I, and I know, I, 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 know I, I, I am bumping up against a, a, a dangerous talk of, to, a, a topic here. Because the, the last thing on earth you want to get called is anti-Semitic and, and you... Call, call me whatever you want, and I'll, I'll, I'll refer you to Barry Weiss. That's my girl at all. I'm down with everything Barry Weiss believes. But Israelis and those that are pro-Israeli, I'm just pro-human rights, period. But they get real upset. They get, and, and perhaps justifiably so, but they get real upset whenever the Israeli treatment of some of the Palestinians is compared to apartheid light, those are fighting words. Those are fighting words. But you can't have the person that's unveiling, that's in charge of the peace process saying that a group of the people involved in the peace process may or may not have the capacity to self-govern. That was, that's what the apartheid said about the black Africans forever in South Africa. You've got to be fucking kidding me. I was shocked by that guitar. <laughs> Dear Uncle Bub, I have a question for Uncle Patricio. All right. A question for Uncle Patricio. Who's the best guitarist to ever play with Ozzy Osbourne? So, so who's, the, who's the best guitar? So uh, who, was, who was the guitarist in Sabbath? I know Geezer Butler was on bass. Who played guitar in Sabbath? Tony Iommi. Tony Iommi. And then there, and then there was, was, it, then was, it, was it Randy Rhodes? Yeah. And then Jakey e. Lee? Yeah. And then Zach Wild? Yeah. And then I get lost after that. Joe Holmes. Jo- then back to Zach Wild. And then a guy from Greece named Gus G. Gus G. back to Zach Wild. Back to Zach Wild. Long story short, I'm going to go with Randy Rhodes. Randy Rhodes, yeah. Uh, uh, one, of, one, of, one of my favorite records on ever, and I, I literally used to have it on vinyl, and I just loved it. What, what was the Ozzy Osbourne Live, the tribute to Randy Rhodes record. Yeah. That, thing, that thing was outstanding. Randy Rhodes, the best guitarist to ever play. With Ozzy Osbourne. There you have it, nieces and nephews. Guitar, Patricio! No, 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 no. I'm good. (laughs) Next episode, Fish B just wanted to chime in. 
Uh, is Trump serious about the Mexican tariffs or just a master of changing the subject? I think he's just a master of changing the subject on this one just because even though he's preached the idea of these tariffs for 30 years now, I get that he believes in them or whatever, but it's an insane foreign policy. It's an insane economic policy. It doesn't make any fucking sense. It makes no sense. It makes no sense. And supposedly a 5% tariff on every single good coming into Mexico is going into effect one week from today, June 10th. We'll see. We'll see. Because like, Trump just says shit. And, and I, I guess like they keep talking about it, but I think he likes everyone talking about it because the more they talk about that, the less they're talking about Robert Mueller and impeachment. I guess I'm saying, I'll believe it when it, ha I mean, it's so fucking stupid. I'll believe it when it happens, but with this administration, who knows? I mean, you got Trump, Peter Navarro, Wilbur Ross. This is not exactly our best and our brightest. Steve Mnuchin. I mean, I, I don't trust these dudes. All right. Yo, it's me, Fish B. Hey, Fish B. It's like we just heard you. How you doing, buddy? How come you didn't get laid on Saturday nights? <laughs> well, I, you know, I, I, I you know, I, well, it might, it, might, it might have something to do with the fact that, that I'm a four. I mean, so, so I'm walking around as a four. Uh, that, that may have something to do with it. And, and then all, th this was horrible. I didn't actually, like, engage in a direct conversation with any, like, there, there was no, there was no Mac Daddying uh, uh, going on, or even any Mackie. Um, but th this was horrible. We're we're driving home, and we get picked up by by this very nice Uber driver in her Audi from 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 the sandbar in Chandler, and and we're coming out of there, you know, pretty festive, pretty tuned. A group of three of us that are that are coming back to Patricio's house, and and, and talk about a nightmare. I'm up front. Because, because, because Patricio and Carrie are, are in the couch in the back, and, 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 and they start trying to pick up on the Uber driver, a 47-year-old, which is, well, there's nothing wrong with being 47, like, like it just, look, yes, no, no, there's, there's nothing, there's, 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 there's nothing wrong with this human being, absolutely nothing, not, not, not her age, not, not anything. I just, 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 just wasn't my cup of tea. It, it wasn't my cup of tea. But the whole ride home, all, it was like 20 minutes, all Patricio and Carrie did was try to convince this girl, like, what are you doing? Like, to come, like, to park the Uber, come in the house, keep drinking, party time. Like, it was horrible. It was, it was horrible. It was horrible. It was horrible. So I'm glad. I'm she glad. said you seemed uninterested. I, well, there's a reason. There's, yes, there's a, there's a reason the Uber driver said I seemed uninterested because I was uninterested and you guys made that drive horrible, but I didn't pay for it, so whatever. That's the price you pay for a free Uber. I, I, fuck, I was going to yell guitar, but you're, you're, you're thinking to yourself, vaporizer, cotton candy lung be damned. Next question. Who you got, Draymond Green or Drake? Who you got, Draymond Green or Drake? Uh, this is a very easy decision for me. Uh, Drake, 
Uh, he only seems like a nice guy when he's on LeBron James HBO show, The Shop. Like, I, like I heard him, I go, oh, well, well Drake seems like a, an interesting, like, like articulate guy with, with a lot of interesting opinions on things who I enjoyed hearing speak. When I see him on the sidelines at the Raptor games, he couldn't look like a bigger douchebag. So my money every single day of the week, twice on Sunday, three times on Saturday, four fucking times on Tuesday, and 17 times on Thursday. I am with Draymond Green every time. The weirdest, random, random aside, uh, one of the best parts of the game, other than Golden State winning game two, as I predicted, they'd go 1-1. The introduction of Obama, who gets a standing ovation in Canada and the crowd chanting MVP. Yeah, that was uh, that was uh, that was something. Guitar. That's fun. Who the hell is George Nader? This, I'm not. I'm not Google. I'm not Google. Like, like this, this is like. Why are you asking me when you could have? When you could, you could literally just like grab your phone and go Google who is who is George Nadler. Hold on. I'll, I'll I'll. If you're too lazy, I'll do it for you. Don't tell me you don't have access to the internet. You're listening to a podcast. All right. So, uh, uh from Bloomberg. All right. George Nader is a Lebanese uh, Lebanese American businessman. Uh, who was, it was picked up as he arrived at New York's JFK International Airport. He appeared in federal court in Brooklyn, and he was ordered held until at least Tuesday. Uh, apparently, this guy, uh, child pornography on his phone. Child pornography on his phone, this guy. Um, but he's, he, this guy cooperated extensively, uh, if you know his name, in the Mueller probe. Like, this guy like, gave like hours and hours of testimony before the grand jury, you can read about him in the Mueller report. But this is basically what you'll read. And this is from Bloomberg. Nader was a senior advisor to UAE, the United Arab Emirates, Crown Prince Mohammed bin Zayed, or as he's known, MBZ. After the 2006 election, he introduced Kirill Dmitriev, who heads the Russian Sovereign Wealth Fund, to a fit. Now, follow me here. So this guy, who is an advisor to the United Arab Emirates, all right? He's invited to the crown prince of the UAE. He introduces, he makes the personal connection after the 2016 election. He introduced this Russian guy, Kirill Dmitriev, who's kind of a big deal. He heads the Russian Sovereign Wealth Fund. This is a huge deal. So he introduces this guy to officials advising Incoming President Donald Trump. This guy helped arrange a January 2017 meeting between Dmitriev, who is closely tied to Russian President Vladimir Putin, and Trump ally Eric Prince of Blackwater fame, who's also Secretary of Education Betsy DeVos's brother. That's a tangled web. This is a tangled incestuous rub. You are correct, Patricio. Um, according to Mueller's report on Russian interference in the 2016 presidential election, blah, 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 uh, the meeting was held in the Seashells Islands in the Indian Ocean. So when they talk about the Seashells meetings, this is the meeting. And now the guy, that, as if this web couldn't get more tangled, now the guy that facilitated that meeting is in custody on child porn charges, uh, something that he's been charged with before. He was just flying into New York to see a doctor, but he's looking to do it like 15 years. So the game, the reason this name matters is prosecutors may be playing 
a different game here. Like, what else can they pin him down on to maybe get a little more intel for the Southern District of New York is kind of what I'm thinking there. So that's, that's why that name is uh, something, and that's why that's a big deal today. Guitar! As a California Democrat, who the fuck does Joe Biden think he is? <laughs> well... Uh, Joe, Joe Biden thinks that he's your, uh, he thinks that he's your front runner. And right now, according to the polls, he is your front runner. But I agree in a state as big as California, the big democratic convention was this weekend in California. Everyone was there except for uncle grandpa, Joe Biden, which is, which is confusing to all involved when it seems like you're running for president. It seems like those are the kind of things you go to. But Joe Biden is in such a weird spot, he's actually, you're not going to see him doing a bunch of interviews. He's actually limiting his public events instead of ramping them up, because the more Joe's out there, the more odds that he puts his foot in his mouth and he starts chopping himself down. We might not even have to wait to the debates this week. We might not have to wait to the debates next week. It could just be Joe Biden slowly taking a metaphorical axe to his metaphorical oak tree and slowly chopping himself down. And ladies and gentlemen, Kamala Harris is your nominee. We'll see. Did you see her moment this weekend? Holy shit. She was on stage and some protester went up there. And for moveon.org, the little, little, uh, little Haitian uh, girl, Corrine uh, Jean-Pierre, who, who's absolutely great. Her parents are Haitian immigrants. Um, but Corrine Jean-Pierre gets it. She's like, no. Like, she steps in between, and then her husband's up there. I like that. Yeah, that guy looked like the only thing he was missing was a craft beer. Yeah. <laughs> he, that guy, man yeah, bun and, yeah, the, man bun and beard and had something to say. Oh, yeah. And he had. That, that, that's, a, you know, that, that's the last dude I ever want to hear anything from. Like, like you've like, if you wake up and you look at yourself and you see a man bun and a beard based on that decision alone, I believe you've disqualified yourself from speaking publicly. So what do I, but maybe that's the only way you can get a mic at that point is to Kanye that shit, which is, which is what he did. But that's fucking scary. Like there's so many nuts. There's so many kooks. Don't make me go back to Friday. Yeah. No, I mean, there's, yeah, crazy shit. Yeah, no, that, that's fucking scary. Like, you can't be having people getting that close to candidates. Like, that's not good. Guitar! Oh, fuck. <laughs> Yo, it's me, Fish B, again. All right, Fish B. How much vacation are we taking this summer? Oh, boy. Well, here's, 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 a, here's a tough question, Fish B. I haven't talked uh, to the executive producer about that specific question yet. Tonight is chapter 190, just of the Bob's Fishbowl, and, and you know we, we've done a lot more shows than that through this whole thing. There, I know for sure, uh, well, I don't know for sure, but I'm pretty sure uh, I'm taking tomorrow off because, because tomorrow's a travel day. Uh, by this time, I'll already be at, be at the airport with my kids, and we'll be, we'll be getting on. So um, I really got to think about that How, because there are other projects and because I only get my kids on their breaks, that time is so important to me that, that I, I honestly don't know yet. Let, let, let me get back to you. Uh, I, I, uh, I thank you uh, uh, for, 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 for everything you do uh, for the show, but uh, I, I know that uh, you'll respect my, uh, my ability to maybe a little time off. Plus, plus honestly, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just, 
it's not that it's not that it's a grind, but it's a grind. Like, 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 I love it. Like, like, I, like, I try to do every show like it's my last and I'll never get a chance to talk to anyone ever again. Leave it all on the field, as they say. I try, I try, I try to do, believe it or not, try to do the very best I can every single night and put a lot of pressure on myself to do so. And just doing that five nights a week, five nights a week, five, like after a while, you got to like, just like unplug for a little bit just to recharge. And the, and the times I've taken off, aren't big enough chunks. Like, like there's a, re- like, oh, like a week here, a week there, two, it's, it just hasn't been enough. Honestly, like in the last year and a half, like I've just been going on it. So I, I may need a little longer. Um, me, me and the executive producer will for sure do um, a show this week at, at some point in uh, Spokangeles. But, but if you're listening, that's why you subscribe, because I, I don't know. But if you subscribe wherever you're listening to this, then it, in theory, it should pop up. All right. Last question, as always, belongs to Isaiah, the tiny player, our nine-year-old executive producer who we were just mentioning, and he writes, how excited are you to see me tomorrow? Oh, man. I love this kid. He knows I look like, like, like my kids, they're, they're my everything. Like, I was trying to explain to Patricio last night, like, and maybe this speaks to how uh, dependent and, and, and weak-spirited and, and, and feeble-minded I am because, because, because kids are supposed to be dependent on their parents. They're, they're supposed to rely on their parents. But I rely on, on these kids, like, just as much. You know, like, I, I, like just such, I just have such a broken heart, like, like just such a, like, just, just part of, of my life that's not, like, it, it, like every day, Every day it just fucking kills me. Like, like there is no respite. Like it never gets easier. Like I, it's why I drink so fucking. It's it, it's 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 not good. It's not good. So uh, anyway, how excited am I? See the little bit. Like when I give them hugs, there's a chance I might pop off their heads. So yeah, yeah. So uh, anyway, I'm uh, I'm uh, I'm I'm pretty geeked to uh, to see uh, to, to to see to see the lads tomorrow. And with that. Uh, Paleta Bola de Fuego. In lieu of Paleta Bola de Fuego, we're going to hand this over to Patricio. We're just going to kind of work through this as a team. First, Apple shutting down the iTunes store. Goodbye, iTunes store. Adios. Uber. Only lost $1 billion in their first quarter as a publicly traded company. Nobody tell me. I got my eyes closed and all my money in Uber. Don't let me know how it's going. The finale of Chernobyl is tonight. I'm excited about that. Jay-Z is hip-hop's newest member to the Billionaire Club. I read earlier that Jay-Z was the first member of the Billionaire Club from the hip-hop community. I believe that's not correct. I believe when Jimmy Iovine and Dr. Dre sold beats to Apple, Dr. Dre become, became hip-hop's first billionaire. You can correct me if I'm wrong, and I'll get back to you. The dude who tossed a five-year-old from the Mall of America balcony 
Uh, he got sentenced to prison, but I forgot to write down the number. It's something like 15, 16, or 17 years. And lastly, good luck to Chuck Todd, host of Meet the Press and the man who Saturday Night Live loves to make fun of his bangs, Chuck Todd of NBC News, Meet the Press, television's Lazarus program. But now, in podcast newest running program, the Chuck Toddcast. It's not the Chuck Todd podcast, no, it's the Chuck Toddcast. Is that the kind of branding that's gonna catch on? Probably not. Is it another job that Chuck Todd has that he doesn't really want to do? You betcha! Best of luck, Chuck Todd. Welcome to the podcast club. It's going to go great. Good news, there's no one playing this game. It's just me, you, Corolla, Marin, and about 50 other fucking billion people. You already have a TV show! Six of them! I want to thank the entire greater Phoenix Metro, specifically the sandbar, specifically where we are in Mesa. Big ups to Uncle Reggie, the black three-legged cat. Meg, the four-legged cat. Dr. Cooper, the half poodle, half... Blend. Half blend! And of course, my best friend since the eighth grade, on lead guitar, our musical director, the one, the only, the artist formerly known as Death Metal Pat, the artist currently known as the living legend, you know him, you love him, Patricio, play us out, sir. Good night, Chicago, I killed a man to make you love me. That was Rainbow Kitten Surprise reference. (laughs) 